What's going on, listeners? Welcome back to another edition of Matt Goes to the Movies. And we are here in November. Boy, seems strange that it's already November, a year almost gone by. But nonetheless, here we are. And November is really exciting for me here at the show because it kicks off Animated Movie Month. And we are starting with Batman Mask of the Phantasm, one of my favorite portrayals of Batman in absolutely any media form. But before we get into today's episode and start talking about this movie, listeners of the show, like I said, November is Animated Movie Month. You can interact with the social media pages on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and leave your comments on the movies that I am going to review. Tell me what you think of them, your opinions, and even after these episodes are released, Continue to comment. Let me know what you think about this review. That's one of the funnest parts of doing this podcast is being able to interact with listeners and just hearing the different opinions on what you think about these movies, my opinions. It's been some really, really great interaction. So I continue everybody, check out the show notes, go to the Facebook, Instagram, TikTok page, anything for social media, email the show. Let me know what you think on this episode and the upcoming movies that I'll be reviewing on Matt Goes to the Movies. Now, like I said, we're starting off this month with Batman Mask of the Phantasm. A movie that follows up Batman, the animated series, has Kevin Conroy back to voice Bruce Wayne, Batman, Mark Hamill as the Joker, And a movie that puts a new wrinkle in the Batman story and really goes back to his origin and changes the formula just enough where it's interesting. If you haven't seen this movie, this is going to be all spoilers. So for some reason, if you don't want to be spoiled, pause the episode, watch this movie. I don't think you're going to regret it. Again, it's one of my favorite Batman portrayals in any medium for this character. So with that being said, Batman Mask of the Phantasm follows the emergence of a new vigilante in Gotham, but one that is not afraid to kill. People do at first think it's the Batman, but it is a new like I said, vigilante called the phantasm that has a connection not only to Bruce Wayne, but to the mob bosters that he is killing off. And it's more of a mystery movie than an action movie. There's action in this, but an incredible story that not only again, makes you think about who the killer is, who is this new person in town, but also doesn't shy away from the fact that it is not this cool thing to be Batman. The story of Bruce Wayne, and it's portrayed very well in this, especially for a movie that was, you know, aimed after kids, really, with the animated series and the, you know, the design concept. This movie is not afraid to explore how tragic this story is, of Bruce Wayne and him becoming Batman because not only does his parents getting murdered help push him to that. We all know the story. This movie introduces Andrea Beaumont 
a love interest of Bruce Wayne, who he seems head over heels about, wants to get married to, and really finds a connection in this woman that a lot of other, again, mediums have not shown Bruce Wayne to have this love interest like he does in this movie. That's one of the best parts of this is, you know, you have the live action movies where, you know, in the beginning he has, you know, Katie Vale. Sorry. I don't know why I said that, but you know, then he has this other, I don't know, in Batman and Robin, I don't even know the person's name. And then he has Selena Kyle and Batman returns. And in, the Christopher Nolan trilogy, he has Rachel Dawes, but then in the third one, he sleeps with somebody else, even though he's still so heartbroken about Rachel. This movie really does paint a very great picture about Bruce's feelings towards Andrea Beaumont and why when she has to leave out of town suddenly with her father due to some mob bosses that he owes money to, and she gives him back the ring and tells Bruce, forget about me. It's heartbreaking for him. And that is one last push for him to dive into this Batman persona and create this identity. He's ready to leave this idea of saving Gotham behind because of her. And it is absolutely the catalyst that he needed to actually go and create this Batman persona to terrify criminals and to save Gotham. And one scene that's just really great is when he first puts on that costume, Alfred sees him. He is shocked. You've got the white eyes that close very slowly with that grimacing look. It's a absolutely fantastic scene that's done and I have to backtrack a second here because that shows how he wants to put fear into criminals because he goes out previously in a ski mask to stop a crime and he tells Alfred they weren't afraid of me. So it does a very, very good job of showing the progression of Bruce and this persona to strike fear into criminals and to be a symbol which actually I really, really like. So you have all of those factors, and then you have the Phantasm, who you're not sure who the character is, and now it's a lot easier to read the signs when you're older that it turns out the Phantasm is Andrea Beaumont. She is back to avenge the death of her father to get revenge on these mob bosses, and not only for her father, but for what they did to her and Bruce for, you know, ruining their chance at a happy life. You also get an appearance by the Joker, which I am happy to say in this movie, from my opinion, sometimes you get the Joker in these Batman stories and he just feels out of place. It feels like, oh, he's Batman's most well-known enemy. So the Joker has to be a part of it. It does not feel like that in this movie. He was originally, before he was the Joker, part of this mob family that killed Andrea Beaumont's father. And you find that out towards the later half of the movie. 
But again, it doesn't feel forced. It feels very natural flowing, just like everything else in this movie, that the Joker would be a part of this story. Again, like I said, he's voiced by Mark Hamill, who does an absolutely fantastic job you know, with the voiceover casting. Everything about this movie is great. You know, I loved the animated series, which if you've never really watched the entire show, if you have an HBO Max subscription, you can watch Batman the Animated Series, and that's how you can watch Batman Mask of the Phantasm. They are both streaming on HBO Max right now. So you get the Joker, you get this new character, the Phantasm, you get the origin story of Batman. And this character actually a little sidebar here is making a comeback in comic book form, the phantasm, which is really, really cool to me because I absolutely love, um, I really like the portrayal. I thought it was very well done in this movie. Excited to see what they're doing in the comic books. I have not been able to check that out yet, but for anybody who has not seen this movie, I highly recommend checking this out again. It's got good action. It's got a very, very deep emotional story between Bruce Wayne and his love interest, why this drives him to becoming Batman, understanding that he can't just go out and fight criminals, you know, as Bruce Wayne, even in, you know, his ski mask, he needs to be a symbol. This movie portrays all of those aspects very well. And for, you know, something that's aimed at kids, again, it just, teeters that line incredibly well when you were a kid you could watch this movie and enjoy it but as an adult going back and watching this movie you can appreciate the tone that they still can have in this movie and make this something that you can think about that yeah you know batman it's so, he's so cool he's one of the most popular characters in history but the story of why he's batman is so tragic and the life of Bruce Wayne is so tragic, never really being able to live his life because of this promise that he wanted to make to his parents that he would protect Gotham and he wouldn't let what happened to him happen to anybody else. When you get down to the deep rooted cause of this, this is a very tragic story. Bruce Wayne is not this, you know, Oh, look at him. He's noble in that he's trying to save the city, but his life is just always struck with grief and he's never truly living. This show really, really explores that in a way that sometimes other mediums don't. And for a kid's movie, they do a fantastic job of making this such a broad scope that every age can enjoy this movie. I highly recommend checking this out because it is once again, one of my favorite portrayals for Batman in any media form, especially in movies. I think they absolutely nail it. So with that being said, listeners, let me know what you think about Batman mask of the phantasm phantasm. Again, go to check out the show notes, go to all the social media pages, go to podchaser.com, leave reviews for this episode, any other episode or for the show in general. Let me know what you think. 
Cannot wait to bring the next episode of Matt Goes to the Movies for Animated Movie Month. And until next time, thanks for listening.